Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Here we are. Hello. We are starting Mind Body TV. I'm Kim Duramo. I am so excited to be here back from a really amazing vacation for the summer. It was best summer I've ever had. It was one of the most incredible and connected and expansive and enjoyable and loving, fun, miraculous times I've ever had. And I'm so grateful and thankful I let all of that in. Uh, I'll share some specifics because there's so many incredible things that happen. But today's topic for Mind Body TV is uh, really the most important, like this is the most essential piece uh, of the equation for not just health and wellness, but like, are you living in prosperity or are you starving? This is the most essential question you can pro you can possibly ask yourself. And very simply, it's, do I live in a friendly universe? This was the way Einstein put the question um, and said, you know, really, we either live as if everything is a miracle or we live as if nothing is a miracle. Meaning we either live allowing prosperity, letting it in and living in alignment with that. And so, you know, that's our reality. Or we live as if I'm screwed, right? White knuckling it through life, tightening down, doubling down on what's not working, trying to get control, um, tensing when the going gets tough and really just starving ourselves of the life force that makes us so alive. So that is the question I have for you is, do I live in a friendly universe? And when you ask yourself this, your system's either going to come back with, you know, a yes or a no, but it's either coming from the programming or coming from your truth. So before you ask yourself this question, take a few deep breaths, <sighs> physically soften and relax your body because you automatically drop more into the heart and into truth when you do this. And just let everything else go and begin to ask your question, your question, do I live in a friendly universe? And sometimes if you just tap your heart and say truth before you ask the question, truth, do I live in a friendly universe? So we're going to play with this. I would love to hear what comes up for you when you ask this. Um, but the reason this is such an essential question is because your perception equals your reality. And that's not just like a hypothetical bumper sticker philosophical kind of statement. It's an actual scientific physiologic truth. Meaning if you perceive, you know, so think about it this way. If you're walking along in the forest and you see something in the corner of your eye that looks like a snake, <laughs> you know, you tense up, you're in fight or flight, your physiology responds, your brain, maybe you're in fear you know, there's going to be a response on every level, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And then you look again and you realize it's just a stick. So, oh, we're good. Everything's okay. Um, you can understand why it's not what's actually happening that's creating your physiology. It's how you perceive it. Now, that's all well and good if once in a while you do see a snake, because when you go into fight or flight, you have extra blood flooding the muscles, you have hyper-focused, um, you know, brain, uh, brain span, meaning you're not thinking about like the meaning of life or 
how should I, you know, what's the best way for me to move forward in this relationship? You're thinking about how do I get myself safe right now? And that's awesome for like a 20 second period when you need to move into safety. But what happens is there's like a million of those snakes that are actually really just sticks hanging out all over your life, interspersed and sprinkled throughout your day. And so instead of living from that space of, uh, you know, the parasympathetic, the relaxation response, clarity, awareness, truth, you're living like 90% of your life from fight or flight, right? Where not only is your entire physiology in a stress state and disrupted and overwhelmed, and then not like moving into rebalancing, but your brain functioning cannot see the big picture and the big truth, right? Because when you're in fight or flight, it's like, uh, you're putting on, you got blinders on, and then you're like seeing life through the tiny little peephole of like, how do I get safe? Right. But imagine functioning that way through all of your relationships. How do I protect myself? How do I make sure I don't get hurt? How do I make sure no one rejects me? And you're living from that space. Like what kind of relationships does that create? If you're doing that in money or in business, right? Well, I got to look out for myself. I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to make sure nothing bad happens. You can't actually expand into wealth or into prosperity when you're functioning from that brain set. So living from that underlying um, life is not safe is really going to create an entire lifestyle and health and physiology um, of a very limited life. So your perception equals your reality. So scientifically, what happens in your brain, how you see everything, what happens in your body physiologically, are you in that white knuckling stress, adrenal overload, boo, 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 bells and whistles, or are you in the whew, ease and grace of homeostasis, rejuvenation, resilience, rebalancing, recalibration that you actually could be living from. And as a physician who's been studying mind-body medicine for decades and decades, this is the number one thing that keeps most people sick and not getting better. So hello to everyone who's joining live. Welcome to our call today. And hello to everyone who's listening to the recording or the podcast. We have Lisa from Washington State, Nadine, Jennifer from Michigan, Heidi from Colorado Springs, Angie, hello, Iwek from Portland, Oregon, our attorney, Roberta, hello, from Cleveland, Tanya, Layla, hello, Joni, Danielle from Switzerland, Joni from Tennessee, Stephanie, hello, Gloria, yes, this is recorded. Every week we do these lives at 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and they're always recorded. You can find them in the Mind Body community in Facebook or in my YouTube channel, Dr. Kim Duramo. Be sure to subscribe and hit the like so other people will find this video as well. Good. Heidi said, yes, you're living a friendly universe. But my inner wounded child says, as long as I stay away from the news and other people who dot, dot, dot. Yep. So it's conditional. So it's, it's good because it's just awareness, right? In truth, it's really only one truth, right? I'm either free or I'm a slave. I'm either living in a friendly universe I'm provided for or... I'm screwed. And, and if it's not that black and white for you yet, 
just take wherever you are, like, well, I am, except as long as I blah, 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 blah. So take that where it's like, yeah, I'm free, but it's conditional and take it to like, where is that going to lead you? Are you always able to control all of your conditions? Hmm. What does it cost you to stay in control and tension and limitation of like, I've just got to stay away from negative people and then I'll be provided for and I'll be okay. Or I've just got to make sure I don't listen to blah, 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 blah. Then I'll be at ease physiologically and live at peace. So that condition is only going to get bigger and it's only going to get more limiting to keep living in that conditional freedom versus um, I'm free, period, the end. I am free no matter what happens. Uh, Met Louise, hello from Denmark. Layla says, no bumper sticker wisdom here. True that. Hello, Louisa from Montreal, South Africa. We have Esther, Holly. So good to see you live. Barbie, I have a question. I've been wondering. I don't tend to dream much. Could this be blocked energy? I'm not going to necessarily get into that right now, but I will keep it in the back of my mind for future topics. Yes, I don't feel like I'm living in a friendly universe. Good. So we want to see where we are. Mm -hmm, my higher self <laughs> believes this, but sometimes my wounded heart feels scared to open to it all. Good. That's why we are moving into this topic today. Yeah. How do I get this money? <laughs> Shia, Holly, okay. Thank you guys all for being here and sharpening in with where you are. I'm currently with my husband, fighting with my husband about weather <laughs> or not to get our son the injection. My intuition says yes, but he's saying no, trying to honor myself. This is a great example. I'm stuck, hoping this will find me. I'll find some insight. So here's the biggest thing when we're looking at something like that. Um, you know, I'm saying this is where we should go and he's saying no. So we always want to look, right? If I'm open, I can consider, I can see. Remember that brain physiology of curiosity, huh? I wonder what else is possible. Something's happening that seems to be a bad thing. And I remember, wait a minute, the universe is on my side. I live in a friendly universe, right? If I make that my default, I'm going to open to what's happening as opposed to close. No, no, I know we shouldn't do it. So I'm going to fight this. Or, or I think she's saying yes. And he's saying no, right? Yes, yes, we have to do this. It won't be okay. Do you see how that's the stress slash fear physiology? It's also the stress slash fear brain functioning. Whenever we're in urgency or tension around a topic, we're not actually opening to receive the situation and to receive the wisdom that's here for us and the prosperity and the insight and the support, like everything. So what if you're honor that, right? Wow. My system is really clamped down about this. I'm really struggling because I think my way is the right way. And I'm afraid uh, something will happen if we don't do it my way. Okay. I'm going to acknowledge that. And I'm going to open. The only reason I'd be willing to do that is because I remember on some level, the universe has my back. The universe is on my side. I live in a friendly universe. All is well. So let me look. Hmm. <laughs> what else might be possible? And as soon as we do that, not only does it change my physiology, but it will change the electromagnetics of everyone around me. So if you're with your husband and you're having this conversation, I think we should do it this way. No, no, I'm sure we should do it this way. And you clamp down into your tension. 
it actually has an electromagnetic shift, right? You are pure energy. We can measure the bioelectric field of the body up to eight to 10 feet away from the body. Doesn't mean it doesn't go beyond that because it certainly does. But imagine how that affects your kid's body, your kid's physiology and your kid's bioelectrics. Imagine how it affects your husband's body, your husband's physiology and brain functioning and your husband's bioelectrics. It's gonna clamp that person down as well, unless they're uber, uber conscious and can withstand your closure and stay open and present, but most people aren't quite there. In fact, if you're watching this broadcast, you may very likely be the most conscious one in the group, in the uh, family, in the situation. So what happens if you stay open, right? Even if they're fighting, no, no, we have to do it this way. If you stay open, right? Like don't clamp down into your fight or flight. It is not going to do for you what you think it is. It's actually going to work against you. It will open them. It will open the situation and it will open insight of like, wait a minute, here's what's actually happening for the other person. What would they need to hear to come back into a harmonic where we could just look at the situation together? Wow, this makes me feel scared, but let's have a conversation about it. I'm willing to receive you. I'm willing to look at your perspective about it. You're going to hear them differently. You're going to have different ideas and you're definitely going to respond and behave differently. So it can create a win-win situation in that conversation, which is major because even 2% of more alignment in your parenting is going to have a massive, massive palpable effect on your kid. The tension you guys can be in when you're at a cross, each holding your stance of like, oh, he's just not listening to me, is toxic to the kid, literally toxic. So if you can stay open, and all it takes is one person, because that will open everyone else in the equation, even just a little bit, little by little by little, it's an acceleration, where we can have a conscious conversation instead of an unconscious one. Is it okay if we substitute universe with God? Yes, of course, of course, of course. Even if we have limiting beliefs around God. Well, if you have limiting beliefs around God, you might want to use a different word like source or spirit or divine intelligence or universe or something. So if you have limiting beliefs around God, you're going down the wrong path with using um, that verbiage because it's just going to make you uh, perceive this in a really limited way. Um, all right. Annika from Sweden. <laughs> Laura from Arizona, someone from Lake Tahoe. Why would you take a chance? Your husband is right. Read the data. Okay. So like, we're not going to get into that kind of a conversation here, but um, there is actually no right and wrong. I know we think there's a right thing and then there's a wrong thing, but if we open, we can actually consider what's right for me because and I did do a video way back on this because there was so much um, enthusiasm around what do you have to say about this? Should we do this or should we do that? And it's called to V or not to V. What is the real question? And I would refer you to that broadcast because it's most people are not looking at the right question when it comes to this. Uh, it's more about should we think for ourselves and evaluate our own truth uh, or is there just one truth and everyone should be forced to subscribe to it? Um, and if you're really ready to be conscious, you've got to be ready to um, start to think for yourself, start to let your system and your awareness guide you because divinity moves through you, not outside of you. You have to do this. It's wrong if you don't do that. You're bad unless you do this. That's all propaganda. The only way you can know the truth of 
whether it's like what I'm doing for my kid, what I'm eating for breakfast, should I go to bed now or should I step and read a book? Like every small or large choice, like should I sell my business? Should I quit my job? They are all, we're receiving guidance for all of them that in small ways or in big ways generates prosperity in our lives or closes it down. And so when we live from openness, relax my shoulders, drop in, let in the moment, we access that wisdom. Now, letting in the moment is truly the most challenging thing we can possibly do. Deep listening is one of the most intense things we can possibly do. In fact, everything I'm doing in my work with individuals or what the mind-body mentors are doing in their one-on-one you know, coaching calls is all about bringing you into your moment and your deep listening. None of it is about, here's what you should do about that. All of it is about awakening you to the source in you. Uh, and in fact, a lot of people have been asking about uh, live mentorship, and we are offering that if you'd like to check it out. Um, it's at drkimd.com forward slash mentors, um, where I have two very, very highly sophisticated uh, and highly conscious mind-body mentors doing um, private coaching calls with our community. And that is something that may be a fit for you if you're really, really ready to accelerate in your own consciousness and awaken so that your body heals so that prosperity can come into your life instead of, you know, you're blocking it. That is a really, really powerful choice. I will put the link for that here below as well. DrKimD.com forward slash mentors. Um, Layla said, amen. My truth is my truth. No, no justification needed. Grateful for connecting to my truth. It's a good little sign if you're ever making a choice and then justifying it like, yeah, I'm going to do that because, you know, really, really blah, 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 blah. And I should do this because and then you're justifying it. Always pause because the truth needs no justification. I'm going to make this choice because it feels expansive to make this choice. And often the mind is like, maybe ah, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I do that? But I don't have the money. I don't have the time. So-and-so won't like it. Like there's a million reasons to not follow your truth. And you only need one to follow your truth. And that one isn't because it's the right thing, because it will create prosperity, because then it'll be finally my answer. No, the one reason is because it feels expansive to choose it. If you begin living alignment in alignment with I choose what feels expansive to me. I choose what nurtures my soul. You will always welcome more prosperity into your life. So do I live in a friendly universe? And if the answer comes and you're like, no, which, which always means you're living from the small self, you're living from the scared self, you're living from the wounded self, welcome that. I welcome everywhere I'm disconnected from my wholeness. I welcome the separation from my wholeness. I welcome where I'm scared to be alive, right? Because what you resist persists. And when you welcome this, it dissolves. And you are strong enough to do that and courageous enough to do that. Drop into the body, breathe into the heart. Because the way I see it is like, we either are supported by call it spirit, call it the universe, call it whatever you want to call it, or we're not, in which case we are already screwed. So you might as well let go anyway. Right? What are you going to do? Like, you're going to white knuckle your way through life, which is, by the way, the physiology that is the foundation of every major chronic illness, anxiety disorder, panic disorder, and depression included. 
So where are you going with that strategy? All right, what if you realize like, this is really only gonna create my demise physically, in my relationships, in my money, like there's nowhere good that's gonna come out of that. What if I let go? Even though I'm scared, even though this part of me is so sure it's the wrong thing. So I mentioned earlier, this whole concept of, I live in a friendly universe. I am fully supported in prosperity. I am provided for unconditionally. I am loved and cherished exactly as I am, right? You could say 10 different ways to say it. The universe has my back. All really is well, right? Write those down. Now, you know, write them down and the mind, the protective personality could find a million ways to bump them out. No, it's not true because you remember the time when we each need to make the choice and that's why this is the number one most important choice you can possibly make to either accept the universe has my back or continue to reject it. And it doesn't really matter which one you choose. It's just a matter of doing it consciously because most people are doing it unconsciously. I'm white knuckling it through life. <gasps> Should I call him back? No, I'm just going to play it out this way because I'm so sure that I'm about to be screwed and I've got to fight or protect or defend, right? So we're living in the protective personality. But once you become conscious of it, you're at a whole new level. It doesn't matter if you're conscious of your closure or conscious that you choose to open. It matters that you become more conscious. So it's fine. Wow, I'm a no and I'm white knuckling it through life and it's okay. Because as soon as you become conscious of it, you will now see things you didn't see before. You will now have um, a possibility and a choice you didn't notice before. So either way, I'm a yes, I'm a no, but I'm going to actually own that. I'm going to own, yes, I'm in closure. I'm white knuckling it through life. I am totally buying into my protections and I'm keeping them right here. Thank you very much. But I'm aware of it is a frequency and a consciousness higher than just fighting. Way higher. So it's okay. And then once you get to that, you see what does it create to continue to do life this way? What's actually happening in my health? I'm more tired year by year. I've had some clients say to me, well, I'm getting older, so I know I have to work harder for it. I know I have to work harder to be healthy. I'm like, oh my God, that's a nightmare. Imagine that you believe like you're gonna have to keep working harder and harder every year you're alive. Like ah! that is so stressful to the nervous system, even if you don't know you believe it. So now you're aware of it and you're present like, whoa, this feels really contracted. This is bringing a lot of stress. This is making me sick. Okay. Do I want to continue to choose that? Because it actually is a choice. I either choose the universe has my back. I live in a friendly universe. All really is well. I can let go. Or I choose no effing way. I am staying in my white knuckling. and I'm going to hold on and try to control things. Thank you very much. We're choosing. Most of us are choosing unconsciously. Once you start choosing consciously, you are already winning. You are already accelerating. So don't make it wrong. Choose where you are. Acknowledge where you are. Be where you are. Just be there with willingness and with consciousness. Now you've brought a layer into the equation that wasn't there before. That is what brings you more into wholeness. Simona, I have a son with autism. 
He's having behavior outbursts. He's never hit anyone before. Any ideas how to navigate this period as it drains me of any energy? Yes. And I actually created a whole program on this called Mind Body Kids because what I've seen as a physician 100% of the time in 100% of kids is that the energy they're in, the environment that they're in has a massive impact on what's happening in their physiology, in their brain, and in their nervous system. And most of us are carrying around massive levels of like wounds, trauma, um, closure, fear that we're really unaware of. And so the program is for parents as well as kids. And he may or may not, um, depending on the level of uh, his ability to participate, be able to do some of the tools. It's like basic tapping and some basic tools. It doesn't matter. The energy you're in is going to be the number one determining factor and whether his system opens to let detoxification happen, because that's a big piece with autism, um, and allow more resilience and um, serenity come into his nervous system, or, you know, that doesn't happen. Uh, so that's at drkimd.com forward slash kids. And anything you're doing with this work will be a very, very powerful acceleration for him, because you'll start to be aware on a whole different level of, of what he needs or what's happening or like have an idea you didn't have before. Like, oh my gosh, if we get rid of XYZ food and then there's clarity and it's easy to do those things um, because you're in a different consciousness, those things start to come in. I mean, I've had crazy things happen where I've worked with people privately or in the Embracing Health group or the Be The Medicine group. And they're like, my kid is a totally different kid just from the work I've done. I didn't even apply this to them. Oh, sorry about that. This phone gets really hot, so that makes it a little challenging. All right, that's better. <laughs> I'm trying to be positive in all aspects, Tanya, working toward my dreams and goals and knowing more and more of law of attraction and assumption. Well, yeah, and sometimes there's a deeper level of surrender, like, you know, when they say let go and let God, that lets divine intelligence show us instead of us trying to make something happen or us trying to like use law of attraction and um, work toward my goals. When we let go, there's a level of serenity that comes in just in that action alone, just in that choice alone. So there's a new level of guidance. There's a new level of inspiration. Um, so that foundational shift of do I live in a friendly universe, the most important choice you can possibly make, I will accept this as true, period, end. Now, this for me has been a major game changer because sometimes I believe it's true. Um, I've had evidence that it's true. But in this moment, I'm feeling so afraid, so triggered, so angry. Something happened and I'm like, ah, F everything, right? And I don't feel like it's true. This thing shouldn't be happening. Clearly, I do not live in a friendly universe because this wouldn't have happened, right? So even if I believe it's true, I may feel differently in given circumstances. Sometimes I'm so triggered and there's so much closer, I don't even believe it. I'm like, that's freaking BS. Whoever said that doesn't even know what they're talking about, right? I'm just like, it, it, I'm so bought into my limited perspective. I can't even believe this thing. So will I choose the universe has my back even when I don't feel it? I don't feel like it's true and I don't even believe it. That's where the real choice comes in. And, and if we're conscious enough, 
we can accept it to be true, even if we don't believe it, even if we don't see evidence of it, and even if we don't feel that it's true. That's when you're really in mastery. That's like the number one thing. Will I accept that it's true, even though I'm totally spun out in my delusion? Will I accept that it's true, even though I have all these ideas and it's so clear life is not working out for me? I mean, I've had a million examples of this. Like I was going to be getting married to the quote unquote, men of my dreams, my soulmate. I was signed, sealed, delivered on this relationship being like the be all end all for like why I'd been through all the stuff I'd been through in relationships. And I finally had this relationship and I was like madly in love. Okay. And then, you know, it ended. He's, <laughs> he basically just dumped me on my butt sort of, right? And I was devastated. And I think this level of devastation, I just can't think of many things in my life that have paralleled that. And it brought up so much pain, so much also like disillusionment of like, no, clearly my life is not working out the way it's supposed to. Clearly I've done something wrong. I need to clean it up. I need to fix it. I need to make, I can be a better person. I need to change. I need to blah, 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 blah. I was really this is one of the hardest things I've ever gone through. And then it was a few days in. Uh, I was working in the ER at the time still, moonlighting in the ER. And I remember going to my shifts and being in so much pain. I'd go in the doctor's lounge and hysterically ball my eyes out in between patients. That's how much pain I was in. And it was a few days in, I asked myself, how could this be the best thing that ever happened to me? Now, I didn't believe it was. I certainly didn't feel like it was, but I was willing to consider it and let that in. And I immediately felt the greatest sense of lightness, joy, unthinkable gratitude, like unthinkable, something I'd never actually experienced in my life. And then this realization of like, what if this is freeing me to live a life way beyond what I had in that relationship? What if this is freeing me to be someone way beyond who I could have ever been with that person? And I hadn't considered that. I really hadn't. But as soon as I did, oh my gosh. Like I can't describe the level of lightness and joy and gratitude that came in and something shifted in me. And, you know, flash forward, it was only five months later, I met the man that I'm now married to 10, 11 years in, we're almost 11 years. And I'm so in love with him and so grateful. And there's space for me to be everything I am. I didn't see it in that relationship that there really wasn't space for me. And I was becoming depressed because of it. And I thought there was something wrong with me. That's why I'm depressed. Oh my gosh. And it was like, this person doesn't have space for you. So you have to stay really small and controlled to make it all kind of fly under the radar. And now I'm in a relationship where he's like, I want more of you. I want more. Show me, show me, show me. Don't hold anything back. And I'm invited to be so fully alive that not only do I get to feel joy and appreciation and prosperity in my body, but I'm living this in my everyday, in my work. Like, look what I'm doing in my work. I could have never fathomed this back then. So it was the most incredible thing, the greatest gift I could have ever received. Um, I've had people 
with cancer who worked with me live or in the Embracing Health group tell me, I could have never said this before, but this is the greatest gift that could have possibly ever happened to me. When we align with this truth that I'm asking you to accept on some level, it's not that, well, then it becomes true, right? Whatever you believe becomes true. That's yes, but this is true because it's already true. The universe already has your back. So when we align with what's true, we live in prosperity. When we align with what's true, we welcome healing and resilience in the body. When we align with what's true, we welcome the gifts that are here for us. So I wouldn't say like, accept this. So then that ends up playing out in your life versus the other thing. It's true whether you believe it or not. But when you begin to embrace this truth, you begin to prosper. So, oh, I understand. <laughs> oh, thank you guys. So many things. Times when I'm in anxiety, I go to your Abby, be anxious for nothing. The universe has your back. And of course, what's right about this, I'm not getting so incredibly helpful and calming. But as soon as I can, I do the instant elevation. Thank you. Thank you. This is awesome. The instant elevation is that sort of like the main rebalancing tool I use for everything. Awareness, breathe, choice. I have created a whole program around this. If you're ready for mind-body mastery, to, this is the beginning. Like any, any, every single tool I've ever used for like self-healing or rebalancing energetically or um, meditation, like all of them have this structure in some way as the underlying premise. So I've sort of broken it down in its most pure form. And um, you can find it on my YouTube channel to just do a really basic example of this. Um, and if you want to go further with this, there's a whole course called the Instant Elevation. And it's at www.drkimv.com forward slash IEP, Instant Elevation Program. Because um, I know a lot of people are looking for resources um, you do not need millions of resources. Go deeper with one resource. Use that one that feels a spark. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do this, right? Do the instant elevation every day for 21 days. Like challenge yourself to a 21-day challenge. I just shared the breath of life a couple weeks ago on my YouTube. I love that. Do it for 21 days. I mean, my life changed dramatically. There's so much more lightness, but commit to the practice of it go deeper with it instead of like not really going deep, not really letting it into that level because you don't want to go to that level. There's too much pain. So then you need a thousand resources and you're like, maybe this will be the one. Mm -mm, it's you. What can, what would it take for you to show up more fully? All right. I'm intrigued to know if you've ever seen toxic people change through this process. Oh my God. Okay. There is actually no such thing as a toxic person because I had a, a person that worked with me and she's like, but my husband's a narcissist, but you don't understand my husband, blah, blah, blah. And then she applied this work that we did in the Alive Woman course. Um, and she's like, I can't even tell you, like, this is a whole different man. She said, I never knew he felt so much. I never knew he could open so much. And she had this experience where he came into the kitchen and she used to say, um, good morning. And he's like, what's good about it? And she just lived in this, like, what a narcissist. I'm such a victim. Well, I can't believe I have to be with this person until she decided 
to receive the situation, right? Life is on my side. And she began to meet that in a different way and meet him in a different way. And began to see she was living in this level of like a little superficial because she's protecting herself. Like, hi. And he was responding to that. And he said, well, I know you saying hello and good morning, but I just don't feel you. And she said, well, what would it take? Cause now she's listening, right? She's receptive, not protecting. She said, what would it take for you to feel me? He said, well, maybe if you just put your hand on me. So in the morning she would come down and she would say nothing. She would ground into her body and she put a hand on him. And it was within a short period of time, um, you know, so then he was hugging her goodbye. When they would leave in the morning, he would hug her. And one day she was leaving and hadn't hugged him. And he went over to her and he's like, did you forget something? And she said, what? And he goes, right? Like he opened his arm, he wanted his hug. And this is an entirely different person, right? So I'll just tell you the level in the front end that she told me had had us buy in totally to like, well, this guy's just impossible. This is never going to happen. Like it's the level you're bought into that conclusion that has it stay stuck. And I'm not saying stay with a person that isn't going to open and there's nothing there. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you have to own your stuff first before you can have something else show up for you. Uh, for six months, I've been hearing a whisper. We need to move. But how and where? The place is coming up seem impossible. Now I'm spinning, trying to figure it out. Yeah, you've got to get in the heart. You have to let go of the head, tap the heart, breathe the heart. If, if I know the universe has my back, why would I keep clamping down, white knuckling and getting back into my head? Right? So I'm either <laughs> in the head or I'm in the heart. And a great little way to get into the heart if you're in the head. Um, so just think like head, you take a little shoot down to your heart, like a little, little slide. So if you go, <laughs> when I learned singing, there's head voice <gasps> that resonates up here. And then there's chest voice. So, <laughs> Ah, I'm resonating down here. So higher notes, you might have to go up to the head, but when you do this little, ah, you're bringing the resonance from your head into your heart and you're actually creating a opening, a channel, a passageway for all that energy in your head, which actually could literally make you seize to come all the way down, back down into your body. So just remember like, no, I want to move, but how do we do it? What, what, what about this? Oh, wait a minute. I wonder what else is possible, right? Like you're right here. Nope, we're not doing that. Ah, I live in my truth. I'm a receiver. I allow the universe, spirit, God, source to take care of me and show me. And I will say yes. So that's the other the second thing I want to share is this piece of the equation is the choice to accept that I live in a friendly universe that I am provided for even when I don't feel like it. I don't believe it. I don't see evidence of it. And the second one is act as if this is also in the mind body toolkit, my book, um, act as if allows that to be a foregone conclusion, right? Like if I know I'm taken care of, I'm not, yeah tensing my sh shoulders, living in the, uh, 
living in the stress physiology, generating cancer cells and inflammation and, you know, shooting down my immune system. So like all kinds of pathogens stick around for decades instead of being cleared through, right? Epstein-Barr disease, Epstein-Barr virus, Lyme disease, uh, even like SIBO, where you have a uh, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, like your biome is a reflection of your consciousness. So are you in the consciousness of the universe has my back? I live in a friendly universe all as well. Or are you in the consciousness of like, I don't know how, I don't know how, what do I do? So get back into the heart. Ah, I welcome miracles and it feels amazing. So that's the second piece, right? Choose according to this truth. When you feel stressed, when you don't know how, when it doesn't seem like it's working out. I welcome miracles and it feels amazing because even just the choice to let in something, you don't even know where it is. You don't know if it's true. I'll choose to let it in. I'll choose to open. I've just created a physiologic shift. I've just shifted my electromagnetics. We can measure this. We can measure this up to eight to 10 feet away from the body. So it changes your brain function. It changes your immune function. It changes your entire nervous system, your gut, digestion, microbiome, everything. And as a physician, I have found this not to be a factor or like, well, after you've tried everything else, maybe we can do some yoga, right? No, it's the factor. It's the number one most powerful determining factor on whether you live in vitality, health, resilience, or whether you live in constant barely survival. So I welcome you to play with this. I'm at drkimd.com if you'd like to check out the resources we have for live mentorship and working with a coach. Um, my book is at drkimd.com forward slash book. And subscribe in YouTube. Hit the like button. Hit the notifications if you want to know when we come in or post a video or go live. We're also in Instagram. So I am um, in it with you, right? Like I'm practicing this every day. There's so many things that happen this summer that I would have never accessed that level of joy with the people I was with, with my family, with having the energy to do so many fun things if I didn't stay in that openness, right? If I, if I closed down and clamped down into controlling, no way could I've had that open, receive the now, receive the moment. All right. I love you guys. Thank you for being here, playing along. Never ask how. <laughs> Tanya, really good question, right? Never ask how. And as Mike Dooley says, don't get into the cursed hows, right? Be in the I am. All right. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. There's a lot going on in the world. And this moment right now requires our openness our surrender energetically, um, our receptivity like never before and unthinkable things come in when we do. I love you guys. I'll see you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.